calmed down after Tuesday night yet? Confidence is high in the camp after what head coach Michael Scubala called an electric performance against Shrewsbury Town. Promotion chasing Stevenage are up next, with Steve Evans's side looking to make it three wins in a row. Let's hear then from our head coach, who started by giving us an injury update on midfielder Ethan Hamilton. Yeah, it's not good news. Um, we think Ethan, well, we know Ethan's going to be out for the season, so it's pretty disappointing. Feel for Eve because he's uh, he's been brilliant for us this year. So um, yeah, it's not great. Um, done some meniscus damage. So best at best, I think we'll see him in pre-season at best. So yeah, it's not it's not good for Ethan at the moment. No, and again, it's a, a real blow, isn't it? Because although you have players in that position at the moment performing well, he's such a key part and integral part of your squad. Yeah, I think you know the reason we brought Connor in um, was to try and um, you know bolster that area. So yeah, to lose Ethan quite early is yeah is not great um, and again I just feel for him because he's been doing so well um, for the team and works really hard for the team and is a great trainer and a great lad so you know he's going to be out for quite some time and we wish him all the best and the medical team will work really hard to just do the best by him but yeah the scan didn't go great and what they found was not great so yeah nothing we were not going to see him for the rest of the season. Everybody else come through okay from Tuesday? Um, a few, yeah, no, Connor's actually struggling a little bit. So, again, he's had to go for a scan today. So, he finished the game, but he, he, he's touch and go. Could be something, could be nothing. But, um, yeah, he, he, he finished the game and then had a, a slight niggle. Well, we think it's a slight niggle, but we don't know. Again, could be, could be another injury, but everybody else has come through okay. Is it one of those weeks where you, you're going to probably wait till Friday afternoon before you probably start thinking about your team fully because you're just not sure who you're Yeah, probably. Have? I think, like... I keep saying it though, there's ups and downs, isn't it? And things can turn quickly and, you know, that's that's the nature of the, the industry. Like, there's so many ups and so many downs. How we can keep level and calm in all situations is really important. And I think, um, yeah, I think it might be, we're looking at Stevenish today, we're looking at what the team needs to look like and then we need to get a few bodies back tomorrow um, to see what we can select from. It's a nice point to look at that your tenure from Stevenage to Stevenage, obviously first game to, to, to where we are now. What do you think has been the biggest changes, the biggest improvements in that time? Ah, I think there's loads. Um, I know some of them you see, some of them you can't see because just the nature of the industry and the game. Um, I think the lads' mentality has been fantastic. I think the, the group's got um, stronger with the ball. Um, I think we've been defending really, really well. I think the way that the style of play has changed a little bit from that that first game when I came in. Um, and I also think the squad depth has got stronger and we've got injuries back. So the group looks and feels very different, um, which is nice and good. Um, and you've just seen moving, you know, movements since that point. Um, but loads, loads, loads of positives. Uh, we just know we've got a really tough game coming up on Saturday. And has that progression happened quicker than you expected when you first joined? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it's just it takes you know that form and that that natural you know evolution of a team and a squad and getting to know each other, getting a style of play. They understand a little bit more how I want them to play and how we want to go about things as a coaching staff and a group. And I think there were some really good performances in the weekend at Shrewsbury. We saw elements that were that were really exciting again moving forward. And I don't think it ever ends. I think we we're always looking to improve, which is great. And I think the players are doing that and are on board with that. It's our job to talk up Saturday's game as being such a big game, of course. <laughs> but do you do that for the players as well? Do you do you put on them the importance of how big Saturday could be or not? I think every game's important. I think every game over the last few weeks that we've been doing well in has been an important game because I think every game you go to, 
you go, this is another important game. And I just think we're going into another important game. And if we perform, we do well, I think we can get points out of the game. Um, but I think, again, it's we've got to perform first and then we'll we'll see at the end of the 5, of 5 p.m. on Saturday how well we've done. And I remember sitting here at the start of February and we looked at the fixtures on the board and the amount of games coming up. You must be so happy, though, with what's happened by the end of the month. Yeah, really pleased. I, I've said to the, I have said to the group, I said, well done, really pleased. And... I said to them, can we go again? Can we be ruthless? Can we improve? Can we um, show a mentality of a strong team? And can we be confident with and without the ball? And I think you've seen that. And I've, I've actually seen, even in the last nine games, I'm seeing them growing all the time. And I think that's really, really, really exciting. And I think the fans can see them growing all the time as individuals and as a collective. So, yeah, I've been really pleased with, with their performances. But I still think in all of those performances, we could even have better performances. So... I said to them, you know, you'll get bored of me because all I want to do is try and improve you and get you better and get us better. Um, but yeah, let's keep going. Uh, I noticed Chris Cohen kind of ran past us pre-match on Saturday, on Tuesday, and made his way up to the, the gantry. Is that a, a something you're trying to look at? Something making the most of having that extra man that you maybe didn't have early doors in, in your cat? Oh, you must have caught him. He's been in, yeah. He's been he's been doing like he goes upstairs and sits upstairs on the mic. So we have a you know we have a live feed. We have Chris upstairs tactically looking for who's mic'd up to. Scotty on the bench so we can discuss all that and yeah Chris has been doing that role um, since he's been in so and then he comes down and sees us and runs up and down sometimes if we lose connection but yeah I think it's important I think the coaching staff are working really well I think the dynamic with the staff is fantastic in all around the club and I think the players can feel that as well and, and like you say every day when we're on the training pitch we're trying to improve and I think that's that's our job. Uh, and we get to that final couple of months of the season. When do you start thinking about next season and the summer and what could happen? Or, or is that already being thought about, but maybe on the back burner a little bit? Yeah, I think that's for us on the back burner. Like, um, we're thinking about it all the time. I always say in football, you have to live in two lanes, the fast lane and the slow lane. And we're in the fast lane for sure at the minute. And we're looking after today and tomorrow. Um, but then on the, the other side of the fence with Jez and the recruitment team and they're looking at you know next year what that needs to look like for us and I think we have to have a balance as coaching staff and definitely myself because I want to keep focus on what we're doing at the minute um, and let other people worry about next season at the moment. And just finally on the, the home support from someone who's been here quite a long time now, it, it, there was a real buzz back on Tuesday night wasn't there at full time, there felt like there was something really being coming alive in a sense, did you feel that on Tuesday as well that you felt that there was, there, there was something, there's really something developing there? Yeah, I think that's partly because the fans are enjoying what they're seeing. I think, and that's great. I think it's partly because the players are playing for the shirt, and I think that's partly because we, we're getting some results. Um, but I think the fans have been great ever since I've been in. To be honest, I've never felt like there hasn't been a buzz at you know Elinear, and I just think the fans have been fantastic, and I generally mean that. And the away fans at Port Vale, and I love the I love the lads celebrating with the fans. I love that connection that the players have with the fans. I think that's something that's really special that you can miss sometimes at higher levels. And when I've been in Premier League, the, the best places have been when the fans are connected with the players and I'm, I'm really all for that. Plenty to be positive about then as we look to extend our unbeaten run to 10 games. Joe Taylor's enjoying life in an imp shirt. The informed striker followed up on his two recent goals with a midweek assist. Here's what he had to say ahead of Saturday. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I thought the boys in that game, I thought to a man, I thought we were brilliant. Executed the game plan perfectly, both in and out of possession. And it was one of them games, yeah, where I felt like 
I'd have been on to the last one, so I might have grabbed myself a goal. And especially, I guess, with the, the run of form you have been on in terms of goal scoring as well, how much of a boost did that give you to get those first two goals for Lincoln? Yeah, massive. Um, I mean, it took me a while to get that first one out of the way, but I think I found myself at times trying to almost work too hard to, to, to get that first goal, but obviously when I, I got that first goal against Exeter and then the one against Port Vale inside two minutes, no, I, I was full of confidence. And that must be a big thing, isn't it, as a striker, that when you join a club, whether that's permanently on loan, to get that first goal out of the way and to, to get that monkey off your back? Yeah, no, it, it, it's massive. I think, especially as a, a centre-forward, I think, obviously, the aim's goals and the hardest goal to get is that first one. And I think once you get that one, the rest will follow. Now, we all love watching your strike partner, Ben House, as well, and the work rate that, that he puts in, but we don't play alongside him. Talk to us about what it's like playing alongside someone like Ben. It's a dream, to be honest, because obviously his out of the ball, his off the ball work is um, second to none. I've said it in previous interviews, it, it's up there with the best I've seen. Like Not not only the best I've worked with, he's hands down the best that I've worked with, but let alone off the ball, he's one of the best I've seen, to be honest. And nah, he, He's a dream, dream partner. And not too much in age gap between the two of you as well. So I guess, you, you, although he's maybe had a little bit more League One Lincoln experience, you, you can learn off each other and what you've learned at your other clubs. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, don't, I don't know how old Ben is, but I know he's not He's not too much older than me, but no, you're right. Um, this weekend, Stevenage, again, you're looking forward to? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, there's no shying away from it. It's going to be tough, but we arguably you couldn't come into it in, in better form. So... The boys, we're, we're confident and again, we're, um, we back ourselves and if we go there and execute our game plan like we did on Tuesday night, I'm sure we'll come up with three points. Yeah, the head coach talked after the game on Tuesday about that, especially our first 20 minutes and the excellence that you, you all played with. As players, did you feel that and do you feel that in training? There's just a bounce to your play at the moment? Mm, definitely. I think from back to front on Tuesday night, I thought we were brilliant. I thought the press... We got it nailed onto the tee, and then even when they did break the press, I think they, they, they never really looked like scoring at any point. Um, I have to talk to you about your headphones because they get quite a lot of attention on a, a pre-match. I think they're the biggest headphones we've seen before. Yeah, I do. I get, I get quite a bit of stick for them, to be honest. <laughs> but I mean, someone said to me, uh, I, saw, I saw something on Twitter, and they were like, "Oh, he needs to buy himself some AirPods." And I was like, "Well, if you educate yourself, they are AirPods. They're just AirPod Maxes." Okay, uh, and so what do you listen to? What what what's what's on the, the headphones while you're walking around pretty much? Because there's a real difference, isn't there? Some players like the headphones on and focus, others will just be chatting to one another, but you're very much a headphones well, on. Well, for me, I think it depends on the music in the changing rooms. Uh, I mean, if, it, if it's Bish, it usually is Bish. Um, I take my headphones off and I get involved there because Bish has got a good playlist, to be fair, but if it's Rico sometimes it's Rico so Port Vale away it was Rico so headphones were on there because his, his playlist is a bit washing but for me I, I listen to a bit of everything you know um, country music I like a bit of country music yeah Luke Combs Chris Stapleton a bit of that and then there's obviously you've got your rap music and stuff like that and do you have it as a uh, take your mind off the game that's coming up or to try and pump you up because I guess there's that two mindsets isn't it yeah for me it's definitely more of a to pump me up, obviously, I listen to the country music on the way to the game and stuff like that. That's just to, to to relax me and just take me away from everything else. And then pre-game, it's more heavy rap music. Yeah. And if Rico is in charge, what is he putting on that you don't oh, like? 
oh, I, I can't even tell you what it is. <laughs> it's more heavy house party tune and stuff like that. It's just not, not unless I'm in that environment, that's not me. <laughs> and finally, just on uh, Luton, Mick Harford obviously was there on Tuesday. Yeah. I don't know if you were aware or not, I'm sure you were. Um, do you feel any added pressure when you notice somebody from your parent club there, or do you try just not take any notice of it? No, to be honest, uh, they don't tell me. They don't, they don't tell me when they're t- when they're turning up. So for me, it's just it's just another game of football, and I just I, don't, I try to block out everyone that's there. Even sometimes you use you use the fans as motivation, but when someone like that is is at the game, first of all, I don't even know sometimes, and second of all, when I do know, you just you just carry on. Thanks for joining us as we look ahead to Saturday's game. Don't forget that you can secure your spot now at the LNER Stadium at eticketing.co.uk forward slash imps.